Welcome to Ticket to Gamehenge, the podcast that discusses the science behind how to get your friends and family to love our favorite band, Fish, as well as other fish-related topics from the community. You can grab a free chapter of the book at TicketToGameHenge.com. My name is Adam, and joining me as always is my good buddy, Dr. K. All right, here we are. Wow. Um, Wow. Wow. It's, uh, I don't even know where to begin. We're only four shows into what is already four shows into the 4.0. I mean, if you're talking uh, a quality versus quantity scale right now, I got to say, oh, killing it. Killing, killing it. it. What do you think? Same. Killing it. Killing it. I don't, I don't, I, again, like every, every time, every, after they played Alabama, I was like, how are we going to get better than that? After they do? Friday. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that that we're gonna get into some of the details. So I've got I've got I've got a couple of options here. Would you like to a just kind of go through the four shows and somewhat of an order, kind of talk about each one, or I've got like uh, a few a few like topics here. I kind of called it "What do we know so far?" Right. We're four we're four shows in. I think we've seen some consistency. Some of our questions have been answered. There's still some questions to be answered. Um, what, know, what, what, what format appeals to you more? I feel like if we go show by show, we're gonna get into more detail about the show and mm-hmm. relive some great memories, but then we might leave unport- important questions unanswered. Right. Okay, well, let's just, Let's just jump into it. Why don't we see where we go? Um, one thing that I don't think is a big discussion point, uh, but so far, no new songs. The only really uh, new song from the band was the song they opened with, which was a Trey solo song. I've never needed you like this before, which uh, a great opener. Um, uh, you could see the emotion pouring through uh, uh, the four of them on stage and everyone in the crowd. Like that was an awesome moment. Uh, that was a- yeah, even though I was stressing balls and figuring out, like, like my computer was being a total dick and not letting me play the video, and I was just getting pissed. And I, at that point, I didn't know that, stupid me, I didn't know that we had the ability to uh, uh, delay it and rewind it and, and start it on our own time. Right. Uh, we bought Couch Tour, and we can watch it all, which, I mean, for anybody that's listening, if you haven't bought any shows or haven't, uh, if you're just listening or finding a way to get them, it's worth it, man. It is worth it to see what's happening on stage, uh, uh, and we're going to get into the new light rig in a minute, too, but yeah. Um, um, anyway, so they open with, I've never needed you like this before, and then I think that sort of made me think immediately, okay. This is a bit of a, this is a new era. We're going to see some new stuff here. Let's see where this goes. And from there, not a lot of new stuff. Some great energy, great music, but. And yet, uh, it's funny, not a lot of new stuff and yet a ton of new stuff. Yeah. It's, and again, we brought this up before. How do you define new stuff from Fish when every night they're out, it's new and different. The chorus song is the same, but even there, there's some changes and things that they'll build in, but you don't know where it's going to go. And I think this tour is really proving you don't know where it's going to go and you don't know what's going to come next. I'm finding the set list, albeit only four shows, relatively unpredictable. A theme that I've seen is um, hammering out a lot of songs in the first set, a lot of the quote unquote hits, right? Um, the familiar favorites. 
and then leave the second set in particular early in the second set second song or first song to have a macro jammer right i mean of of, of the four tour uh song or shows rather three of the four have had a really really long long jam creamy uh chalk dust which you called as an opener one night didn't get it that's okay no keep playing uh and then obviously tweezer you knew tweezer was coming i mean you had to know tweezer was coming on sunday night i did i just assumed it was going to play yeah, it, uh, it, it made a lot of sense. Again, I think what's different, and, and I know we'll talk about this, is, is the gear's different. Mm. Um, you know, the vibe is different. We have some different noises coming from Fishman. I have and, that on my notes. The sample, yeah. sampler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. I, I, okay, let's quickly talk about that because I think that is a talking point right now. It, it's, it's, apart from night one, night one had a little bit of it. Right. And 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 I heard it here and there that thing. Um, and I heard a couple of years on the first night, but nights two, three, and four, like hammering that thing out, including when I texted you about cavern, right? Yeah. Just hammering on that thing. My initial impression based on as if I'm not mistaken, all of this stuff, um, um uh, what from from Paige like when he plays uh, uh, your trip is short, right? He's playing all those types of things. He plays those samples. So when that started, when I started hearing that, I assumed it was Paige. I think like many people did, as I think you yeah, did. I, I did too. I didn't know it was coming from Fish. And you know, coming back to adding the visual component to really tell the story of what's actually happening on stage and seeing Fishman play play with that and hitting it in rhythm and the inevitable turnaround from Trey and the laughter like every time. But I will say at times it kind of annoyed me at the same time. Really? I didn't love it every time. Yeah, I get and, that. And this is why, and this is, and this is maybe, um, it doesn't bother me, but it, I think those types of things, I think are the things that hurt my chances of getting my wife to like fish if she hears that stuff she's gonna be like oh god here we go again that's what that's what bothers me about it is that you're taking you know you're taking like amazing music and it jams us going in great places and you see it all with the lights and the heads bopping and no phones up in the air recording it because people are in the moment and then all of a sudden <laughs> it takes me out of it <laughs> But here I am laughing my head off about it because it is, I mean, you love the guy that's doing it. I don't think any other guy in the band could get away with, not get away with it, but would be embraced with, you know, what he's been up to there. So, but it's given us something to talk about and it's funny and it is unpredictable and that's. So, I, I mean, I don't, I, you're, you're definitely, this is more, uh, this is more your type of thing, but I don't know the, the origin or the history of any of these things, but like, Probably got started as a gag that oh, yeah. they thought was hilarious. Yeah. And now it's just going to be a thing. Mm -hmm. I think it needs to be dialed back a little bit, though. A little bit. I think he's got a little bit overboard. So I think that'll be the thing for this tour. Mm. And then, you know, much like how other things had, we had the chess era, we had Trey playing percussion. You yeah. Know? Mm. Much like that, it'll just kind of, it'll kind of go away. Yeah, you might be right about that. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Either way, I'm curious. It, it's it's not like it's disengaging me or taking me away from the joy of it all. It, it it does make me laugh, and in certain parts, it hits right. It it feels right. I think 
I guess like anything, taking on a new instrument, you figure it out and you learn the best way to use it and to play it and, and how to get the most out of it. I have, uh, I have also enjoyed the, cause we're talking about different, I've enjoyed the different camera angles and mm. the camera work. I especially love the one that shot um, above Fishman's left shoulder. Okay, yeah. So we, so we can just, we, you can see his playing, you can see, you know, the use of the, the, the hi-hats um, a little bit better. He's just the best, man. You know, uh, yeah, I agree. The more, the more they, I watch. They, they named the band Fish for a reason. And like, when you see that, you're like, I get it. Yeah, and, and when you think about, which we'll get into, when you think about that tweezer jam from Sunday night, he drove the shit out of that thing. He, he was the vehicle just pounding that. He was relentless through that jam and kept that pace up. Like it was, it just kept hitting. I watched it last night, so it's pretty fresh. Um, I think I'm going to make a playlist on the app of those three jams. Like I'm just going to make that. It's going to be what, an hour and 20 minutes. That's a full set right there. Uh, I mean, that's a live bait, you know. So. I'll have to listen again because I was, uh, it was a long day and I was listening, I was watching the second set and I was kind of, just chilling in bed but it seemed like he wanted the jam to end early he was he was hitting a lot of the crashes and then it seemed like trey was kind of like nah mm. and then the good stuff happened the good stuff started happening the longer they went you know the better that it got because i think you're right i think when fishman started to drive it but i don't think initially he was into it Interesting. i'll have to listen again i think you know because there's that there's the cue when he starts there was a lot of a lot of symbols when he starts that bang, 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 bang. That's like, okay, you yeah. know, like nothing's happening. Let's go. Right. And then Trey, I, I don't know. I, I have to go back and listen, but I think Trey was kind of like, relax, you know, let's just <laughs> give it some time, man. Yeah. Um, I got, I got a few thoughts. So first I want to come back to the new stuff about the camera angles. Um, yeah. um, so it's funny. I was reading a thread this morning and I think we were talking about it when we watched the Saturday night show together, which by the way, thanks again. It's a great night. A lot of fun. Yeah, man. I'm glad. I'm so glad. It was so fun. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I commented a few times with the lighting and, and everything that's going on there. It would be awesome if, you know, there was an option to just hold a wide frame shot and just sit there and have that option. And there was a thread on Reddit today that I was reading and somebody weighed in about what formula one has right which is what i subscribe to you, you, you know you can pick any car you can pick any angle you can have a multi-camera up on the same screen at the oh, same time is so cool, really really cool and somebody weighs in with a comment and says yeah you know fish is really behind the times when it comes to the streaming services and i thought time out hold on a second here Formula One, now I don't know the fish organization's, um, you, you know, valuation, so to speak. But I know, they're not, I, know they're, I know they're not evaluated at Formula One. No, Formula One's traded, tra they're publicly traded. They're, I mean, you need a buy-in of $300 million to get a team and they're backed by multi-billion dollar corporations. I mean, the fact, like, come on. The, the fact that not only is it available live in real time, you can pick a menu of shows. You can buy the whole package at a discounted value. You can get it in 1080p, which is, hey, pretty, pretty fantastic. And if you're, and if you're one of those people that really wants to go for the 4K, you have that. You've got multiple angles. I mean, you know, we used to beg for concert videos like this 20, 25 years ago. You know what I mean? They just weren't available. 
And now this shit's available on YouTube for free for song, and we're behind. Fuck that. It's, it's I think I think really the only impressive. thing I think the only thing worse than making a comment like that is is taking the time to entertain and talk about a comment like that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I will come back to it though it would be a pretty awesome option though if you're you know if you're watching a show and they're about to jump into a type 2 jam just okay i don't want to see the close-ups i don't want to see this i want to sit back like i'm there and taking it all in and seeing all the lights to sync up because it adds a whole other element instead of just listening with your headphones on without any video listen i totally agree uh i totally agree i think but again, you know, you, you want to compare within the industry, not a billion dollar conglomerate organization to, you know, like I just look at Fish compared to every other band and I'm like behind the times. I'm like, these guys are the lead. These guys have been the leaders for this industry yeah. back in the 90s. Yeah. Fuck that, in the 80s. Well, it's interesting that you say that. I pinned, I pinned a thread this morning that I'll bring up and it was about the new lighting rig. And it was posted by, uh, I'm assuming a guy, I could be wrong, but come on, load, you stupid jerk. Come on. Uh, there it is. So uh, uh, this person is um, claims to be a production election crew chief based out of New York City, toured with government mules, done a lot of festivals, special events, fashion shows, and theater, that kind of thing, and talked about some of the tech that's, that's in the lights, but also about... Kuroda's Chris Kuroda is also known Chris Kuroda, also known as CK5. He's been Fish's lighting director forever. Um, his artistic choices and how you know a really good lighting director will add value, right? They're not necessarily telling the story, but they're helping enhance the story. Yeah. He talks about how he does a really good job of that, and that he thinks that this guy who's been doing lighting all these years thinks that if you put up, coming back to your comment, that you could put up most of the Fish 90s shows in terms of their lighting and stage design and it's comparable with most bands today. It's on that level. He's so ahead of his time that technology had to catch up to what he wanted to be able to do. He explains how he's how the rigs are set up, how he's able to move them in any which way he wants. It creates havoc for the programmer to be able to put it all in, but they can create any shape or design that they want to do. You know, and uh, this year, so it's mostly the same rig, but they've added some LED strip lights on there too, which, which add a different a different layer. Um, uh, he's really digging the rainbow lights this year, right? Like like the rainbows are hit hard and heavy. That's you know that's a theme when you watch uh, all the live fish stuff right now when it's coming to and from sets. It's got this rainbow graphic that comes up, which is cool. Uh, very a very retro feel to it. Um, but a really, really cool thread if you're into tech and you're into how lighting enhances. Also talks about how we commented how um, the light rig was a little bit different at the different venues. It's basically because of the size of the venue. They couldn't do the full size rig in Arkansas. They were missing the middle piece. So they have to make concessions or trade-offs depending on the venues. So um, yeah, which makes sense. I mean, hey, so we'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean, that whole experience and, and when you, when, when they're just jamming and those lights are going and you see the crowd and you see everyone standing up, everyone arms in the air pumping. It, it, it looked like a rave. Like it looked like a rave multiple times watching, watching the concerts. It, it's just, uh, it's the scene. It's not, uh, it's not much different yeah. in, terms of, in terms of like the fans and the expectations and what the music does. It's very similar. Mm -hmm. um, 
where do we go from here? Like I, I, I like I'm thinking this is only four shows in. Uh, the only the only repeat was uh, sort of a tease into a repeat, which was Weekapod Groove when they yeah. ran it in with uh, Runaway Jim on night two. Was it I night think, two? I night think the simple, I think the simple answer to that question is just more of the same. More yeah. Of the same. I, I think so. More more of the jamming, um, more of the surprises. Uh, hearing ACDC bag mid 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 second set, right? That was a like, like okay opening with sand. Like ah, it's all just uh, really really good. So yeah, so coming up tonight we've got uh, Nashville. I think the next couple nights, and then yep. we're up to Deer Creek this weekend. Um, followed up by Hershey in a week's time. Which we'll be talking about, I'm sure, next it's, Tuesday or Wednesday. It's still, pain, it's still painful to hear you say that because when I was buying us tickets, yeah. I was like going to Deer Creek. I remember these thoughts are like so uh, they're so new still, they're so fresh, you know. Yeah. So I I feel lucky that we get to experience it, but I I there's part of me that still feels bummed that we're not live experiencing it like we planned to have. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. It's it's um it's better than nothing. You know, seeing seeing how much fun everybody's having at the shows, and looking at a lot of the posts and just different stories and things that people are experiencing, yeah, kind of makes me go like, uh, but hey, I mean, again, coming back to it, we're lucky, we're lucky that we have, and we're there, we you know, like we're 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 watching like how many others are watching, so yeah, for sure. I'm just gonna bring up some of the sets here and let's get some talk, some talking. What is so the, the first what's the most underrated what's the most underrated song or jam so far that you're like fuck i didn't expect that one coming uh it's not that i didn't expect it coming it was just i i i thought it was just awesome and the energy and it was great uh, i was from saturday night when they played maze i i've just been digging that song more and more but when when i don't know if you got a chance to listen back to it you probably did um god it was just it had it had high energy the first night i was really surprised with um uh, 46 Days, the jam in that. Wolfman's Brother was really, really good. Um, but yeah, I didn't expect it much out of 46 Days. That was really good. Uh, Down With Disease, right? Set two opener. So that was, I, I, I think, um, for many people for months, the obvious return uh, to live music opener. Um, and I remember reading the thread that day. There was a thread that everybody was commenting, guessing what it was going to be. And this person had wrote down with disease set to opener guaranteed. And it had a ton of votes. And I thought, you know what, that's a really good call because they probably will. And they were smiling and laughing at each other when they started it too. Right. Um, it was neat for me. I actually didn't know how Mike got that sound out of the bass before he starts into it. Okay. Yeah. Like he was just smacking the outside of the bass and just letting the strings vibrate and resonate and do what they do. Um, yeah, just I always find it neat to find out how they how they make those effects. Speaking of which, I love um, it was on Sunday Night Show. Uh, another one, and I'll come back to it that really surprised me. Just because it wasn't a fast paced jam, it wasn't high energy, but to me it sounded great. Was Gotta Jabu from from Sunday Night? It just had this nice tempo and the choice of notes going through it. It felt really really good coming back to the effects comment that i just made when trey when they go to the jam and trey hits the pedal and starts doing that the loop or whatever it is to hear the crowd react to that like oh like just like the release that comes out of that That's yeah so that was really good um essential 90s uh that was the 90s sound man we i don't think we could go a show in the late 90s without hearing that yes 
Yes, that was uh, even, and it bred into the oyster head stuff that he did shortly in that first break too. Um, <clears throat> what else on here? A ghost from night two was awesome. Uh, Walls of the Cave as a set one closer from night two, I thought was really, really good too. You can't go wrong with that part when the drums kick in. That gets uh, crazy. It's awesome. To, um, Golden Age was solid. I mean, the Karini, that's an obvious one. You know, that, that, that really, when you think about like 2019 or the fall 2019 tour, um, you know, you've got two standout long jams from 2019, right? You've got Ruby Waves and you've got that tweezer from 12, from 1230. So to hear a long Karini, and I was selfishly uh, disappointed that it played on night two because we were getting together for night three and I wanted to hear it with you. But um, they made up for it when the jam got going. And I, I remember looking at my watch, going, okay, we're up coming up on like 15, 20 minutes here. So when they did a 25-minute jam on the second night, that's when I really started to go like, and they had been really good jams up to that point. I thought, okay. And then, uh, fuck yeah, when they hit Chalk Dust. Remember we were sitting and you said, um, well, that was short because they were wrapping up Chalk Dust Torture. And I thought, well, okay, yeah, they went into the second song of, it was evening song for opening for set two, and then Karini. I was thinking maybe they do the same thing, second song, just like they did with Tweezer on night four was the second song of the second set. But then they just kind of just kept pushing through and turned it into great well, chance. They use that as that, that, they use that as the closer to the song sometimes, right? To end, yeah. but they played that and I was like, oh, and then it just, and then Trey looked back at Fish and he just gave him one of these. And it was yeah. the last time. Yeah. What was the song you commented on when Trey turned around to say to Fishman, let it ride? That one. It, it was that. Oh, okay. And he was just like, okay. That was the sign. Like, we're going. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It seems, it seems like the attitude is a lot more of that and some darker, heavier jams too. Like, it, it's, um, it just seems like the attitude is, is, and I guess it was before, but just let it go. Let it I go. Know, I, I, I watch them. I, um, I watch the amount of fun and smiling that they're doing. Yes. You know, I think there's just the new gear. This is what, I don't know, based on what I know and, and how I would feel, um, the new gear probably sounds better than they thought. So they're excited to get the sounds out of it that they are getting. And it sounds incredible. It sounds very different than it did in, in 2019 or even early 2020. Like it's, it's noticeable. Yeah. And I think they're just grateful to be doing it. You know, I think we're at the point now where, you know, what are the, we're close to 60 and you realize that every show could be the last show that you ever play with these four guys. Like, I don't know if, if, if you, you know, like look at just that beautiful moment at, at, in, during Sleeping Monkey on the last show when Trey gave Paige a towel, you know, and then you couldn't tell whether he was laughing or whether he was crying or whether he was doing both, but there was just a lot of like appreciation, you know, and, and gratefulness that was there. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they're, they're having a great time, great time doing it. Um, and yeah, it, that's contagious, right? That feeling of seeing somebody loving doing what they're doing gives you a great feeling, regardless of what it is. It could be oh, kids flashing in a puddle, right? Like it's, yeah, that's awesome. Um, I really enjoyed Yarmouth Road. That that song, although not a long jam or anything, that's a song. That's a that's a good earworm. That one always sticks in my head after I hear that for a couple of days. Wow, wow, wow. I love that song, man. People shit on that one. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand. Why? All I, I ever wanted was to take you to Yarmouth Road. 
I think, I think one of the reasons in the past and one of the reasons that that was a really nice version is because the vocals sounded good. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think sometimes that one can get challenging for them to sing or, you know, somebody messes up their part and doesn't sound great, but it sounded really great when they played it. It sounded awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the vocals have been sounding good. The mix has been good. There's been there's been some, you know, some errors and some mix-ups here and there, but I think that's to be somewhat expected. They don't seem rusty, right? That's, but, nothing, that's nothing new. But mix-ups and, and it's it's live music. It's always going to happen. It's complicated, so it's always going to happen. But yeah, I totally agree. It sounded awesome. And the mix has always been good. No matter yeah. who's been mixing the band, it always sounds great. They always all come through. Um yeah the saturday night with sand and everything is right for the opener i mean that's a nice that's a nice 26 minutes right there into turtle in the clouds and then maze i mean i thought that first set destiny unbound foam stash into bathtub gin that first set on saturday night as a complete i mean you don't yeah and then obviously chalked us steam was a bit short still good the gym and prince caspian was a nice surprise that's my, that was my, uh, my most, that's my biggest surprise so far. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. I've always liked that song. I've always thought it's been great. Uh, and then they pulled out a great jam on it. It sounded awesome. Yeah. And then another surprise, just based on it, it wasn't preceded by the horse is Silent in the Morning, um, which was the meat in the Mike's Groove sandwich of Mike's song and We Could Paw Groove to close set two from Saturday night. Um, bit of a bit of a letdown in terms of energy. I mean, it's always nice to hear that but i don't know i mean i i felt it was kind of flat you felt it was kind of flat i felt it flat uh even the mic song i was like uh i don't know it just didn't it didn't didn't connect Mm. Mm. you know Mm. that would have been so i i would have thought that that second set that that would have been the best set like if you look at those songs right if i were to tell you Mm. hey a second set started with uh with a 30 minute chalk dust torture yeah and you know, and Prince Caspian, they jammed it and it sounded awesome. And it ended with a mic song into Silent in the Morning into Weekapog. You would have been like, this is the greatest set ever played. Yeah. But it, it wasn't. Just didn't feel that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, on paper and the reality are two different things. I, th- I, I would imagine people that were there might have something different to say about it. You know, the experience live in person might have been better than that. But uh, oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, for sure. I... I called that as an opener one night. So for our listeners, Dr. K and I, we've got, uh, we're playing a game. We've got uh, an opening song pool, which by the way, maybe before we go, uh, we'll give each other tonight's first pick. Um, so we put a dollar in each time uh, until somebody wins. So this is going to be uh, what show number four. Yeah. Right. So okay. if I pick the right winner tonight, you owe me four bucks. I'm yeah. rich, which I'll invest compound interest, baby. What uh, what is your pick for tonight? Uh, I I thought of an idea too. I don't think it really works well though. I thought. Remember how we said a rule that you can't keep picking the same song because eventually you will get it right. Yeah. I was thinking about picking the same guess, which for me was the sloth. But okay. in order for me to do that, I paid double. So you want to be see? Okay, that's fine with me. But I, I but I don't think I want to pick the sloth. I'm just thinking about what do you think about that rule? I think. I think you can have like a grace period. Like I think you can have a certain amount of shows that you can pick the same song without a penalty. But then if you go beyond that, you're paying double. I think a fair one there would be would be in between tours. So between say summer tour and fall tour, right? So if I pick a song to open on the last day of the summer tour and they don't, but I think they're going to open with it two months later, that's okay. 
because that's not like I even think within the same tour I think you can pick the same song like two nights in a row or three nights in a row without understanding does it think it's coming yeah okay how about max two nights okay done I'm still not picking the sloth. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's got to be, I mean, we're, we're still no repeats, really. Uh, uh, we've gone through, what, probably 70, 80 songs? Julius. Julius. Okay. You say Julius. Mm. I don't think it's going to be Julius. I think same album. I think it's going to be Sample in a Jar. Okay. Same album. Yeah. Same album, Sample in a Jar. We could go, I think Rochelle would pick Scent of a Mule because it's her favorite. By the way, what's her take on the show? So she's, has, has she been listening? She's seen, so she was away. She wasn't able to watch, but the ones that she's watched and listened to, I mean, Rochelle's at the point now where, so she can recognize the songs when she hears them. She knows the jams are different, but she'll have to listen more to start to distinguish, you know, like what, because um, there's definitely, I'm finding out that there's an order to how you learn to listen to fish. And yeah. the things that you you pick up on as you go. So we're at the point where it all sounds really really good, but she wouldn't be able to tell you, okay, um, you know, much beyond that. Okay. Um, just thinking about too, we're four shows in, and this is making making me think about when choosing the opener, what hasn't been played yet. And just off the top of my head, the amount of big songs that still haven't been played after four weeks. We don't have a divided sky. We don't have a yam. We don't have a fluffhead yet. We don't have a punch you in the eye. And that could be a potential opener. Finally cracked out first tube the other night. I was like, God, when was the last time it took this long to bust out that, that tube? That, by the way, the because you brought it up, and I remember thinking about it when I heard first tube um, when I was listening to it. I was like, man, what a what a pace! Mm. Like you couldn't have choreographed a better second set, man. And the, the I love the way that they played uh, farmhouse and waste together. Yeah. And then they just brought it for first tube, and you're just like, fuck, this is awesome. It was a very heavy farmhouse set, right? It had to, yeah. Um, uh, we haven't heard, we haven't heard Llama. We haven't heard... Um, the Sloth. Yeah, we haven't heard the Sloth. Lawn Boy. Lawn Boy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, we heard one of, like, the Antelope. That was good. We, we haven't heard Time Turns Elastic. That's true. <laughs> I doubt we will. Meat stick. I mean, meat stick is a once a tour bust out typically. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a thing. The catalog is just so deep, and they just keep, you know, it's ice. It's uh, ice. Sorry, David Bowie. <laughs> mound. Mound. Uh, they might not play. Mound's a tough one. Mound requires a lot of practice to get it right. I think they're up for it. <laughs> I mean, they're always up for it. You know, they're always up for it. But whether whether that one came up during rehearsal or not, yeah, will make, we'll make all the difference if that one gets played or not. Yeah, Fee Esther, um, oh boy, the list just the list just keeps going on. What do you, th what do you think the first repeat's gonna be? Oh God, I don't know. And the Mercury yet? Uh, um, the first repeat, yeah, that's that's a totally tough call. And when's that going to be? How long? How long until we hear a repeat? I bet you it's going to. Well, this is this is a narrowing down shit, but I bet oh, it's tomorrow gonna, night. I tomorrow bet you this, night or Friday I bet night. You this week sometime. You think it's going to be sometime? 
this week sometime yeah this week okay yeah no i i don't know i i gotta think it's gonna be something that 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 trey really really likes playing that's on his mind and that i've never needed you like this before might be might be it um but like who knows i mean it's it's one of the best things about the band i was thinking um the other day about like it's tour season and it felt like like the football season was starting again, or it's like a sport, right? Where you commit to watching your team play and watching the games and talking afterwards about what's happening. It's very much comparable to that. So one of the connections to sort of bring it back to this podcast is, you know, one of the reasons to like fish is it for people that are into sports and that type of unpredictable action that can come out of it. It's, it's comparable there, right? You know, the, the way that, um, it rolls through the seasons and the different times, the way that it, you don't know the outcome, you, you, you have a good idea of what you're going to see, right? When you go into a football game, you have a very good idea of what the football game is going to be, but the specifics and who's going to win and how they're going to win, you don't know. And it's very similar, right? In that regard, um, going in, not knowing what the outcome is. And it's one of the reasons we like to go in blind and it's probably the connection to being sports fans. We want to see it unfold naturally as it happens. Um, you know, some people like the spoilers. I remember us talking about that. But anyway, yeah, it just it feels like there's that type of excitement. And now we're four four shows in slash four games in. We've got you know what eighteen left to go until Labor Day weekend. I mean, we're going to be exhausted. Yeah, we're going yeah, to need a break. I uh, yeah. We're going to be the the one the one real disappointment um, is because of the well, there's lots of disappointments, but the biggest one music wise for me is just the pace you have to listen at you don't get to take all of it in yeah yeah you know like you you hear a musical statement like by the way karini was the best song i think they played so far like that's hands down the other ones were good the other jams were awesome but that karini was the best so you hear a, a statement like that and you're like shit like you know it's like drinking water from the fire hose you're like i want to listen to that and dissect it but by the way, all this new stuff is happening. So have at her, buddy. Oh, and you have children to raise and a business to run. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's tough. It's tough. I mean, it's in a way, it's a good problem to have. But yeah, yeah it's tough. I, I, I think uh, I'll plan to during during, during the break, uh, you know, two-week break up until the gorge, I'll go back and re-listen to these, to these shows. I mean, it's the only way for me to be able to digest it all get hyped up for the gorge again um but it's great i mean i I'm, I'm so excited to see what happens next and what they do and you know all of it uh, that all continues and yeah I, I yeah i hope he again i hope it continues in a weird way but just dial it back a little bit for me dial it back a little bit a little bit you're frozen again oh, there you go not for what's that not for you for the, not for you for the misses man yeah yeah i guess yeah anyway so yeah man that's that's what i've got for this week anything else from you uh other than like other than sorry this is completely off base yeah go ahead i just wanted we haven't even talked about trey's new guitar and the and his love for the wicked sustain on that thing that's been a theme we've seen you know like two three times a night just holding down what note you would probably know what note he's holding down or what notes Oh, various. But if I if I if I would hear, were to hear it, I could. Probably, I don't have perfect pitch, but I oh. have a relative pitch. I was going to give you a note. 
<laughs> but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's been he's been holding that thing down, and it's just it again. It reminds me of the Spinal Tap scene, the sustain. You can hold that forever. It's, you can hold. You can't even hear it. It's so good. It's, uh... Yeah, man, they love the new gear. The the, the guitar is awesome. You know, you can tell you lo- again. You just tell that he loves it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, in terms of gear, I can't wait to hear "Divided Sky." Yeah. With- yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's more, uh, oh, um, um, Screaming Coil. Uh, yeah, there's so many songs yet to come. Um, theme from the Bottom, Split Open and Melt. Like, it's just pretty much, pretty much a lot of like the Billy Breathe jam stuff. No, they played a lot from Billy Breathe now that I think about it. Yeah. yeah. They played everything but Theme from the Bottom that they would typically play. They haven't played the train song, but that's not a big jammer. No, no. Birds yep. of a Feather, Gaiuti. Yep. It's a lot to choose from. Rage. Oh, God, I love that song. That one's so yeah, good. There's so much yet to come. Ah, so good. We're so lucky. All right. Anyways, I was gonna I was gonna say off topic because I just want to like, you know, if for the for the person that's still listening that we're gonna lose now. Uh goddamn Alonzo's a beast, man. Yeah. Like, like that was <laughs> dude. That was some driving to fight off Lewis Hamilton and that car like that. And that precision. Especially when you saw when he finally got past him and how easily he overtook the other guys. Right. Like, like Fernando's a competitor, Um, you know, on race day, never been a great qualifier, but you put him in the car and racing and you give him a fighting chance. He'll do everything for you. And how I'm, I'm honest to God, I'm, I just feel really bad for, for, for Georgie boy, man. That guy just does not, he just does not get the brakes. Yeah. You see, he was crying. For those of you that don't know, we're talking formula one. <laughs> uh, you see, he was crying at the end of the race. He was so happy for, for the team to get their points and all this other stuff. And yeah, he even said in the, he even radioed in the race. Like if you need to sacrifice my race to get more points for his teammate, do it. If I need to pit to block or whatever, um, and he's doing that for PR. I, I think at this point, his Mercedes seat is locked up. So it doesn't matter, right? He can say I that. He, I think he really cares. I don't know. I, it, yeah. didn't strike me, it didn't strike me like a PR attempt. It, it, struck mm-hmm. me, it struck me as somebody who's authentic and just really wants to win. Yeah, maybe it's just the cynical dick in me that thinks that. But yeah, um, you're probably right. And he's been with that team since they're really bad, like really bad. So I guess to come out on the other side of that and be part of that journey would be would be validating. You have you have more than enough reason to suspect like something like that from 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 guys that are getting paid, you know, yeah. a kajillion dollars to to drive around a car that the rest of us would be like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't even imagine what that's like, but. Yeah, so now they're on break for four weeks. The championship is close, and uh, yeah, yeah it's good season. It's not predicted Ocon to be a race winner, but hey, I guess they have out of the twenty drivers on the grid, eleven of them have won a race now. Yeah, the earliest were Fernando Alonso and Kimi Raikkonen in two thousand. And, and they also have three title winners, three or four. Kimi, Alonso, Kimi, Seb, Lewis, and Alonso. Four. Four, yeah. That's I don't imagine that has happened too many times. Uh, in 2012, they had six. Okay. 
2012, they had Lewis, Jensen Kimi. Button, Kimi, Sebastian Vettel, Schumacher. Nico, right? He wasn't a champ yet. Um, shit, I'm missing one. Maybe that's it. That would be Alonso, but either, yeah, either way. Alonso, yeah. yeah, that was a good year, 2012. The first seven races had seven different winners. Like, okay. They're trying to, I think forever they're trying to get back to that. It's too, Mercedes is just too powerful, man, too much money. Yeah, I think next year's new cars, the cost cap coming in, and it's, it's going to start to impact this season soon. They have a cost cap this year. So when it comes to the damage on the cars and what they can do for upgrades and that kind of thing, they're a lot more limited. So in the back half of the season, the teams that have all the money would normally have all of the development be able to do that. Yeah. This year is not really going to play out like that because they can't spend it, A, and B, next year's car is so different. They have to make the decision to just stop on the 2021 car and get onto the 2022. Well, yeah, you can see for the lesser teams, like Haas has completely given up on Yeah, yeah. They gave up, I think, two years ago on, on, the, on, on that car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Anyways. yeah, it's adding up, right? Those guys, their spins and their crashes and all that stuff, I mean, they're costing the team a lot of money. So sample in a jar, and I'm calling Julius, so you're going to owe me four bucks. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> All right, man. Happy listening, everybody. Smash the yeah. like button, subscribe, tell your friends and family, and even, even tell your bus driver. They, they need to listen to something while they're driving around. Yeah. All right, man. Have a good one. Like, like contacts, yeah. Yeah, bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Ticket to Gamehenge. In addition to wherever you find your podcasts, you can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TicketToGameHenge.com, where you can grab a free chapter of the book, How to Get Your Friends Into Fish. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep sharing in the groove.